Welcome to our daily Drive Time Devotions, Romans chapter 8. We've been taking two weeks to look together at that chapter, and here we are at the end of this awesome chapter of Scripture. At the end of this chapter, it's like Paul saves the best for last. The Spirit saves the best for last. All these assurances that we need to live in our daily lives the way that God would want us to live, in a confident relationship with Him. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that God is for us. God gives to us. God forgives us, and God does not condemn us. And there is one more truth that's contained in the five questions that are asked at the end of this chapter. In verse 35, here's the fifth question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And as you hear the answer to this question, you hear the assurance God will never leave us. Let me read for you Romans 8, 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, honestly, I feel like just stopping right there. What else could I say? What more could I say than those verses clearly say? It's pretty powerful what's said here. And the tense in the Greek language of Paul's words here indicate, I have become convinced and I will remain convinced of this incredible truth. Remember, as we talked about Jesus' sufferings together at the beginning of this week, we saw that Jesus proved his love for us, showed his love for us by his sufferings. And so because of that, our sufferings cannot possibly separate us from his love. We are not, as these verses tell us clearly, we are not guaranteed immunity from tribulation, temptation, or trials. But we are guaranteed victory over all of them. We're not promised that suffering will never afflict us, but we are promised that suffering will never separate us from the love of God. As Paul talks about these enemies that might separate us, he's talking about enemies that he knows by personal experience. The very things that as he went through, as we go through, can draw us even closer to Christ. I can't tell you how many times I've sat with someone who's going through a time of suffering, a difficult time of suffering, and they've looked at me and said, I can't explain it, but I feel closer to Jesus right now than I ever have in my life. The Bible here says when we go through difficulties, through suffering, through trials, we are, we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. We're not just conquerors. We are more than conquerors. When I think of being more than victorious, more than a conqueror, I think of the apostle Peter. Remember, he was once put in a prison cell. He was condemned to die. He thought he was going to die the next day. And an angel came and released him from that cell. I think he was a conqueror because he knew he was going to go to be with God in heaven one day. But when you read the story of what happened in the book of Acts, when the angel came to release this apostle who was going to die the next day, he found him sleeping in his prison cell. Now, to me, that's more than conqueror. That, that is an assurance of life. That's a, an assurance of God's presence and God's promise. He's able to sleep when he's facing condemnation to death the next day. That's an indication of this verse, more than conquerors. Somebody who is more than conqueror, 
A conqueror is someone who is determined to die for his faith. More than conquer is someone who is sleeping peacefully even though he's going to die for his faith. A conqueror is someone who is saying, I can defeat my enemies. More than conqueror, that's someone who says, I can love my enemies. That's the power of Jesus Christ. And I, because of what he has done, I can conquer my fear of separation from God. I encourage you to spend some time on this mountaintop of no fear of separation, this mountaintop of no matter what happens, I can trust in God's presence, in God's glory. I encourage you sometime later today to take 10 minutes just to read over these assurances once again. If this is a particular point of struggle in your life, as it is with many people, do it for a week, for two weeks. I am convinced that neither death nor life, just read through that again and again and again and look at your life, look at your circumstances in light of these promises. Now, as we close this study today, I'd like to close a little bit differently with a little bit longer time of prayer. We're at the end of our look together at Romans chapter 8. And as we come to the end of this chapter together, I would like to spend some time together talking to God about these truths and how they can sink into our lives. Let's pray together. Jesus Christ, we thank you for the incredible truths about us, about life, that you share with us in this chapter. Thank you that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, that because of my faith in you, I live in a relationship with God that is without condemnation. God, you don't condemn me. Forgive me for those times when I condemn myself. Instead of trying to improve my relationship with you by condemning myself, I pray that instead I would look to your forgiveness and I would begin to live out in even a better way the holy life that you have made me to live. God, thank you that you've sent your Holy Spirit into my life. The mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Thank you for the life. Thank you for the peace that you've brought into my life through your spirit. Those controlled by the sinful nature can't please God, but those controlled by the spirit, that's when I please you. God, help me today to live a life that is pleasing to you. And I realize that I have an obligation not to the sinful nature to live according to it. I have an obligation to live as your child. I've been adopted by you. So right now I say to you, Abba, Father, Daddy, close Father who loves me, help me to feel, help me to sense your love, your arms wrapped around me even in this moment. Thank you that your spirit within me even testifies that I am your child. Not only your child, but your heir. God, as I look forward to the future, I look forward with anticipation, with eagerness and with patience to what you're going to do in all of eternity. And God, this amazing truth in Romans chapter 8 that you use even the sufferings I go through to work glory not only around me, but in me. God, that's a truth that's hard to accept, but I know it's true. And so help me to live with that perspective looking forward to your future glory. Lord, when groaning happens, whether it's the groaning I see around me or the groaning I see in me, help me to remember that your spirit is groaning 
before me with groanings too deep for words. Lord, I do look forward with anticipation, not only to the fact that you have glory waiting for me, but also for all of your creation. I can't imagine what it's going to be like to live in eternity where not only do you redeem your children, but you redeem all of your creation to honor you, to praise you for eternity. And God, thank you. Thank you for the assurance of what it means to be your child. God, you are for me. God, you do give to me. You forgive me. You will not condemn me. And nothing can separate me from your love. I am more than a conqueror because of the love of Christ who's in me. So God, I am convinced. I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else, anything else in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus, my Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. That really is the mountaintop in many ways, of this book of Romans. Oh, there'll be other peaks, but that is a mountaintop. Next week, we're going to tackle together one of the most difficult chapters in the book of Romans to understand. It also has some truths that can make a difference in our daily lives that are almost beyond belief. Romans chapter 9, this next week. 